Hello, and welcome to the Heaven Bound Podcast. My name is Jason Harden. I'm here with Roger Schaus, and we are opening the Bible in search of fuel for your spiritual journey. This is where we talk about life, the way it was meant to be, and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the 21st century. Thanks so much for joining us today on The Journey. This month, we have been looking at the life of Jesus in songs, and at the end of every podcast, what we've done is played a congregational hymn that kind of fit with what we were talking about. So we began this way back at the beginning of this month, talking about the birth of Jesus, and we focused on the hymn, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And then we transitioned to talk about the life of Jesus, and we looked at the hymn, We Saw Thee Not. From that, we talked about the death of Jesus and the hymn, 10,000 Angels. And then we talked about the resurrection of Jesus last week, and the hymn we used there was Christ Arose. All of these are still on our website, and we encourage you to go back. It's kind of neat to hear these hymns sung because they, they remind us of these great truths in the Bible, and they help us to uh, just sing praises to God. So today, as we kind of wrap up this series, we want to look at the hymn, When the Roll is Called Up Yonder. Yes, written by a man named James Milton Black. James was born in 1856. He worked, lived, and died in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and he is credited as writing nearly 1,500 hymns. This is by far the one that we are most familiar with. We sing it in all different kinds of contexts. And so, Roger, I'll read these three verses and the chorus, and then let's just talk together about what stands out to us, how it is kind of the the wrapping of this uh, series that we have done uh, five parts on Jesus's life. Many, many years ago, James Black wrote, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair, when the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. On that bright and glorious morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share, when his chosen one shall gather over to their home beyond the skies and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. That familiar chorus says a couple of different times, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Roger, as you reflect on those words, I know you've sung them many, many, many times what stands out to you, especially as it connects to our study of the life of Jesus? Yeah, and, and as we have done all throughout the series, we're going to be playing this hymn at the end of this podcast. This is one of those hymns that so many of us can just close our songbooks or not look at the PowerPoint. We've, we've sung these hymns so many times. The words are just alive to us. And, and this is one, this is an old fashioned song. Uh, when we talk about role, uh, a lot of people 
today may not know what that's talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, years and years ago, uh, school teachers used to take attendance or, or called the roll. And they would see who's in, who's in class and who's absent that day. The roll call—that's what—that's what it was called. You'd have to speak up and say here or present. Absolutely, right? <laughs> absolutely. And so, so that that very phrase is referring to a judgment scene. God is calling the roll, and as the songwriter is writing, I will be there. Not not just at the judgment, but I'll be on the right side. I'll make it safely with God. So, so this song really brings up three, at least to me, three major themes. And the first one is the judgment. It begins when the trump of the Lord sounds. And that comes straight from the Gospel of Matthew. When the trumpet is blown and the sky is full of the angels, Jesus is coming back. And that will be the beginning, the ushering in of what we call the judgment day. Uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 says, after death, well, it's a point of man wants to die, and after that comes the judgment. Uh, Paul would say in Romans chapter 14, he's, he would say in verse 11, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow before me, every tongue shall give praise to God, so that each one of us will give an account of himself to God. We will all stand, verse 10 says, before the judgment seat of God. And so the first thing this song is bringing out is when that role is called, someday it will be called. Someday this life is going to end. And we we look at this world and that old river just seems to run every day. In Peter's day, some of the people thought he's not coming because everything seems the same. Nothing ever changes. But we know there's a change coming, and it's going to be the judgment. You know, it might be easy for some to think, well, okay, maybe Jesus was speaking poetically or figuratively, metaphorically. But it is interesting to me. I mean, you've already mentioned a few uh, there are other passages in our New Testaments that consistently talk about the sounding of the last trumpet and what that is going to begin, right? I, I think of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, where Paul, toward the end of that chapter, says, I tell you this, Brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And, okay, maybe the first question that comes to our minds is, well, when? When is that going to be? Paul says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. He says the same sort of thing as he writes to the Thessalonians. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 15, he says, This we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive and left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. You know, you brought up the idea of school. We also hear about roll calls in the military, right? And when someone in the military hears the sound of that trumpet, it's either signifying it's time to wake up 
and line up. It's time to rally as a line for battle. A variety of things that that trumpet can mean, but very significant, I think, in in the first century, in the days of the Roman Empire, that we consistently read, okay, a trumpet is going to sound. In fact, it's the last trumpet, and that is going to begin the end of all things here on the earth. And I think what that will do, you know, we, we, we in our times, especially in this community we live in, we, in the spring, oftentimes we'll have tornadoes and there, there will be the sirens blowing and that grabs your attention. They're loud and, and you, you kind of stop what you're doing because a storm is coming. Well, the idea of a trumpet is, is, is grabbing your attention and that's how it's used in the military. It's time to charge. It's time to go out. And so Jesus is coming. The trumpet is blown. And the gathering of all, living and dead, is going to take place, and then the roll is going to be called. All right, so you highlighted the judgment, number one. You said you had three things in mind. The second thing, I think it's just it, it's inherent in this song, and that is Jesus is reigning. Yeah. Uh, the trumpet blows and Jesus is coming. And I think it's easy to read the Gospels today and to think, well, Jesus has gone into retirement. You know, he, he's done everything he's supposed to do. So he's sitting in the big rocking chair in heaven and he's just kind of, kind of just looking at clouds and just kind of taking life easy. But throughout the scriptures, we see that Jesus is very active today. Uh, the Bible tells us he intercedes for us. That's, that's why we often end our prayers in Jesus name. It's through Christ we can talk to the Father. So he's busy doing those things today. He's busy forgiving us. The book of First John talks about as we walk in the light, as he is in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. And so that's something that's active in present tense. And then he's continuing to bless us. Every day our lives are blessed. And, and so in the song, as the trumpet blows, it's not just a, a loud noise in the sky. Something is taking place after that. And what's happening is everything changes. There's a gathering of all before Jesus who is reigning. Yeah, I love how the second verse of our hymn for the day says, On that bright and glorious morning, when the dead in Christ shall rise, and the glory of his resurrection share. That makes us think back to 1 Corinthians 15, where I read a moment ago, where Paul reasons that, Listen, if if Christ has not been raised, our faith is futile. We are still in our sins. Those who have fallen asleep or th- those who have experienced physical death, they are just dead. They have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, in other words, if if it's just this life and eventually this life ends and there isn't anything after death, then we are of all people most to be pitied. But he quickly follows that up in 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty by emphasizing, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. I think that's what our hymn is getting at in that second verse, that yes, Jesus, in fact, was raised from the dead. His resurrection was glorious, but 
That's not the only one. The bright and glorious morning is coming when all the dead in Christ will share in the glory of resurrection. His resurrection is the ultimate sign of what is going to happen. And let me put another passage on here, because as a hymn writer, sometimes you know they, they will be thinking about one direction only. And it's real easy, as you think about that hymn, to think only the Christians right. will be resurrected. The dead in Christ will rise. Well, what about those who are not in Christ? What about those who, who do not believe in God? Are they just... You know, they're just going to die and stay dead. And you might think, well, that's not so bad, really. But John chapter 5 tells us otherwise. It says in verse 28 and 29, Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come forth. Those who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life, those who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment. So the resurrection is going to, going to get to all of us. Right. Every single person. And it's easy to walk through life and think, well, the Bible applies to you if you believe. But if you don't believe, then, then it won't happen to you. Now that's not what we see. All of us will stand before God. The role is going to be called. And whether we know God, love God, or don't like God, we will stand there and have to give an account. Right. For those in Christ, this will be a bright and glorious day, right? This will be the realization of our greatest hope, the the hopes that we express by singing these sorts of songs. For those who are not in Christ, this will not be a glorious day, a, a joy-filled, triumphant day, right? I think that's why the third verse of that hymn, uh, when the roll is called up yonder, is is so important for those of us who are in Christ, right? Because it doesn't simply remind us of what's to come and even spark our joy about that. It says, listen, it's time to get to work, right? Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk. Let's speak up about his wondrous love and care. We want to do what we can to prepare everyone for that day. All right, Roger, you you said you had three. There's the judgment, there's Jesus reigning. What was the third thing that stood out to you? Well, that just comes out in the chorus. He says it three or four times, I'll be there. I'll be there. When the trumpet sounds, when the roll is called, I will be there. That's just a deliberate uh, affirmation. That's a choice he's making there. I will be there. And so uh, you can't help but sing that song, but singing that confidence. Now, it's not in him, but it's in the Lord. But but sprinkled through there is the action upon our part. Uh, if I'm going to be there on the right side with the Lord, then I've got to start doing some stuff. I need to worship the Lord as he wants me to worship him. I need to walk in the light as he's in the light. I need to be committed and dedicated. I'll be there. That That's not spoken with your fingers crossed and a 40th clover and a rabbit foot in your pocket. <laughs> that's spoken with the confidence of scriptures. And that's how we see these things. I'll be there. You'll be there. We ought to want as many people there in Christ as possible. And 
So, you know, not only is this the last episode in this series, Roger, this is the last Heavenbound podcast episode for this year. And I think a, a really good way of wrapping this year up together by reminding ourselves of what is eventually going to happen? We don't know what's going to happen in the last few hours of 2022. We certainly expect there to be a, a dawning of 2023, and we want to do everything that we can to serve the Lord in the time that he gives us. There's plenty that we don't know about the hours and days and weeks and months, even years ahead But we do know how this story is ultimately going to end. And so, as Roger mentioned, we want to play a a congregational recording of this hymn. Roger, here in, in the last few moments of our podcast efforts this year, anything that you'd love to say to our audience or have them keep in mind here in the days ahead? Well, first of all, thank you for our listeners. Uh, you know, you're the ones that make this possible for us. You're the one that put logs in our fireplace. It keeps us going, and, and we appreciate all that. We've gotten throughout this year so many comments from people worldwide who listen to this, and that just means so much to us. We we enjoy doing this. We enjoy sharing the scriptures together with one another, and we are so thankful that we have this opportunity. Someday, we know these will end. Someday, we know all of us will end. And so we walk by faith. We look to the Lord, and that's the hope we see before us. Thanks for listening. We hope that even this conversation has helped you set your mind on things above and given you a little more fuel for your journey. Always remember when you're walking with Jesus, you're heaven bound and the best is yet to come.